So this plaque has been hanging on a wall over there for years and years and years. And I wonder how many of us have read it. What's it say? <laughs> Who remembers? It says, among friends. This sacred place is dedicated with love by and for Unity Fellowship Church, May 4th, 1997. May this always be a place of inner stillness where we may listen and hear when God speaks. And it's got two hands coming together at the top. It's been hanging over there above the water dispenser for a long time. Really, read the stuff that's hanging around here. It's lovely. <laughs> it's not just a thing to collect dust. <laughs> it is a... Among friends. Today's talk is let your sisters and your brothers know that they are important. We're not talking about necessarily our blood siblings. We're talking about unity. We're talking about all beings. And I, th I, I, I never know why these talk titles come to me. Uh, sometimes I hear somebody say something. I think, oh, that's good. Write it down. Mm -hmm. That'll be a talk. And then I forget why. But I know I wrote it down, so it must be a valid talk. And on the day I'm going to do the talk, it will be a, there'll be a message there that, that, that comes through. And so I've been thinking about this, and it's, it's complicated in many ways, letting people know they're important. But you, it gets easier if you become aware of your unity with all beings, even the ones you don't care for, even the ones who don't want the good that you have to offer. And oh, isn't that difficult? You have this love to give, and some people don't even want it. And they might be the most important to us, the ones who don't want the joy and the peace and the whatever that we have to offer, or sometimes the conflict that we have to offer, or sometimes, and, and <clears throat> I don't even consider the ones that I don't want what they're offering until just this second. I, uh, some people have great good to offer that I'm not paying attention to. Anybody? Anybody experience this? You know, it's like, oh, I wasn't paying attention. And, and some people have, I've just simply witnessed them, either poor behavior or great behavior in a store. And they are a divine inspiration for me. And I, I feel a connection to people I've never met and may not ever meet. But you see them and you say, I, I know them somehow. How is that possible? How do I, how do I know uh, this person, this being? And I have no idea of how I would know. I can't remember if I've told this story here in church or not. I may have told it not that long ago. Bears repeating, apparently. <laughs> when I was in Greece, 1999, we were at a museum. And there was a statue there. They said it probably had been a grave marker, but whatever it was, I fell in love with the statue. As soon as I saw it, I was in love. Why would I be in love with this person that there's no accounting for how I'd ever met them? Uh, and, but I looked at him and I was in love. And when I got back, and I was deeply touched and affected by it, when I got back on the bus, the minister who I was with, uh, it was a whole group of Unity people, and the minister who led the way, he gave me a postcard. He brought a postcard for me of this statue. 
And I, so I read the back, because I didn't do any research on the statue, I just had all these feelings. And I looked at the back of it, and it said Koros. Well, Koros is the cologne I've worn since I was 18 years old. <laughs> and I thought, isn't that too much for coincidence? I still don't know. But I clearly have a connection with whoever this was modeled after. It's for all I know, you know, in our woo woo stuff, I was him at another time. Or we were family, we were whatever. But I, I, I couldn't miss, I mean, I could, they'd have to hit me over the head with the statue for me to miss it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And, and so I, I look at that in life and I think, why, why am I so connected to some people at this time? and not connected to others at this time. And then, next week, I'll be connected to the people I wasn't connected to last week. Suddenly, we have a lot to talk about. And we, we have a lot of joy and laughter to share or a serious conversation to have or to, you know, whatever. Or somehow, suddenly, we identify with one another in a way that we never had before. As there's some people in the store you just intuitively say hello to because you feel a connection to them. But let's face it, even last year, there were people I clearly had a connection to because I was mad at them because they were going the wrong way up the aisle. <laughs> I allowed that to touch me in a way, probably not the most positive way. I never yelled at anybody. And through the course of time, I, I, I became compassionate. And I wasn't mad at people because they were all going through the same COVID that I was going through. We may have seen it differently, but it's like, oh, they're, they're supposed to be taking care of me. No, they're trying to buy groceries. They just want to buy some groceries. They're not looking at the arrows. <laughs> they just want to get to that in the middle of the aisle and they're not paying attention. And is it my job to be mad at one of my uh, siblings in the grocery store because they're not paying attention? I had my mask on. I wasn't going up to shake their hand or hug them. Nor did I need to yell at them through my mask. At first I thought I did. <laughs> I got no peace from that. I didn't get any peace from, from, from self-righteous anger it was you know I had clearly had anger looking for a home as they say but I don't want to find my home in one of you the home my anger is looking for I don't want it to be in one of you and I don't want it to be in one of anybody in the street on the road in the stores Everybody is important to me in one way or another, even if I don't know how or why. But I need to start treating everybody as if they are important to me. And I need to be aware that I am important to everybody, whether they know it or not. I remember after 9-11 in New York, people were hazy, people were fuzzy. It was a, it was a difficult time. And what I saw one day, I was walking down Ninth Avenue. I don't think I was too hazy, but I, I was about to 
jaywalk, you know, across the street against the light. And I saw people following me, and I could see where the car was coming, and I thought, oh, back up, Sean. People were just following me blindly, and they could get hurt if I'm not paying attention. So I started waiting at lights before it said, until it said walk. So that's how I could serve my community anonymously. But it was a way to serve that took nothing away from me. Was I in such a hurry to get anywhere? And I, I've learned that in this past year again, driving. Am I in such a hurry to get anywhere that I can't let somebody get past me on the road? This past year, I have worked rather diligently to eliminate competition from my thoughts. That I am somehow competing with my sisters and my brothers to get to the store first, to get through the light first, to get to work first. I'm usually the only one coming here. <laughs> Just because they're coming down the same street doesn't mean they're going to get up the steps before I do. And what if they did? What if they got up the steps before I did? I'd still get up the steps. And I have the key. <laughs> and so to, to pay attention to all this stuff that I'm not in competition with the world. I, I'm never going to be the smartest or the brightest and heaven help the world if I ever am. <laughs> oh, we're in trouble if I'm, the, if I'm the smartest and the brightest. If I've got to put some, if I'm the only one left who could put something from Ikea together, we're in trouble. <laughs> if I'm the only one left who could mow a lawn of grass, we're in trouble. But I could tell a nice story. I could entertain you while you are putting an Ikea set together. I could pray with you while you are putting the Ikea set together. I could hand you the tools you ask for, whatever that thing is called, and uh, I could help with that. I could certainly have lunch with you. I'm good at that. I'm very good at having lunch with people. So I looked up a couple of things here, and I looked up the metaphysical meaning of family. Because that's what we all are. We are family. We are all siblings. And we are all the children of God. One of my favorite statements I ever heard is God doesn't have grandchildren. <laughs> I had never thought of it that way until, uh, till, till I heard some minister say it somewhere. God does not have grandchildren. We are all the beloved child of God because within each of us is the Christ presence. Now, if we choose to awaken that or not, that's another story. We, in our free will, may choose to keep that uh, asleep for now. But it doesn't matter, mean that it's not in us, and therefore we are all the Son of God. Some of us are better at it than others, but, uh, but we are all the Son of God. We are equal. Nobody voted God in. Nobody votes against God. God just is. God just is. Nobody hired God. God just is. Nobody hires love. Love just is. Nobody hires principle. Principle just is. And within principle, within love, within God, which is all the same thing, 
We are family. Some days we like each other. Some days not so much. Some days we resist each other because they scare us or because we scare them because we're different in our behaviors and our thoughts than either they are or we are. And so to realize, oh, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. What does, difference does it make if somebody seems to like me today or seems not to like me? It seems to me that if somebody doesn't like me, actually doesn't like me, it's because they haven't seen me yet. And if I don't like someone, maybe it's because I haven't seen them yet. I like that. I like that idea. It's just that I haven't seen them yet. If I'm sitting in judgment of them. Because the judgment is my own. And I promise us all that the judgment is wrong. If I am judging my brother or my sister, I am wrong because I haven't asked to see them correctly. One of my favorite ways to pray with somebody that I seem to be in conflict with is to say, Christ in me beholds the Christ in you. Now Christ in me, go talk to the Christ in them and come back and tell me what you all talked about. <laughs> because I wanna know the truth, I really do. You know, I'll forget for a little bit, and I will judge, and I will say things, I'll gossip, I'll criticize, all, all those things that keep me Keep me small, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, and, and, then, and then one day I wake up and I'm ready to be big spiritually and emotionally. So this, family. It says the Christ, Jesus said, who is my mother and my brethren? And looking around on them that sat round about him, he said, behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same as my brother and my sister and my mother. Those of us who have aligned in our Christ presence, we are actively being sister and brother. Those of us who have aligned. Now, it doesn't say you must accept Jesus Christ or you will not be good enough. In unity, we always teach we're all good enough. We've never not been good enough. And hearing that is what made me more interested in my Christ mind awakening. I thought, I wanna know more about this. They think I'm good. Oh, I have stories to tell them <laughs> to prove otherwise. And then I told some of them my stories, and I was still good. And I told them some more stories, and I was still good. And I told them some more. Five years ago, I did a whole nightclub act where I told my stories. <laughs> and this church came repeatedly and told me I was good. <laughs> You didn't care about those stuff that happened years ago. In fact, you laughed at it. How wonderful that we could laugh now at our stories and rather than judge them. So, let's look at this. The universal family. If God is the, what it says here, father of all, then all people are brothers and sisters in a universal family. In the Christ consciousness, we are all one. That's why I like to meditate and say the Christ in me is awake now. In the Christ consciousness, we are all one. Now, we are all one in the Christ consciousness. 
where it seems like we're not one is when I'm not open to my Christ being awakened today. Because how do I know that? I have opinions. I have judgments. I uh, want to run from people. Now, the metaphysical meaning of unity. Universal oneness of God, people, and all creation. The only real unity is in spirit. It is found nowhere else before, because personality always strives for its own success and aims for the good of the personal being instead of the good of all people. Does that make sense? Just, just I'm going to read it again. The only real unity is in spirit. It is found nowhere else because personality always strives for its own success and aims for the good of the personal being instead of the good of all people. I mean, how often when you are praying for something, you know there's something you want and you go within and you ask for it. Would you be willing that all beings have their equivalent of this good that you are asking for? Does it even occur to you? In the love that we want to experience, do we remember to affirm that divine love for all beings? And if not, it's a good time to start. Would you be willing that the people you don't like are loved? Would you be willing that the people you don't like are liked? And are you open with each step of the process to liking and loving those same people? You know, it starts in prayer. It starts, that's where the willingness begins. And it, and, it, and it starts to get bigger and bigger. So finally, we don't even see the personality anymore. We're no longer trying to get our own good. And oftentimes we want our own good because we just want to be safe. We just want to be safe. I want to be loved. And if I'm loved, I'll be safe. I, I uh, you know, if I have this, then I'll be this. If I have this. And in and, and one prayer, I know it's called the bondage of self. Where I want it, I want it, but yeah, but I want it, but I, but I want it because that's going to affect me this way. And if I get this, then I'll be this. And if I bless you, and if I get this, I'll be this. And if I get this, I'll be this. And I'll say, okay, I get it. First of all, you don't know if that's the case, but you've run out of other options. And so you're thinking, well, then this needs to happen for me to have this. And, uh, but how often do we think about our neighbor? Now, if we're praying for wealth, are we willing that our neighbor is also wealthy in whatever wealthy means for them? If I want to be healthy, am I willing that all beings be healthy? And I mean all beings! It's tough. There's a few beings I'm holding out on. <laughs> and if I'm holding out on them, I'm holding out on me. And that's what I hate about it. I just hate that. That if I am holding out on the good for somebody else, I'm holding out on the good for me. I was like, doggone it. Doggone it, doggone it, doggone it. And it's, I was like, no, all beings. All beings. And so, today, we can start affirming the highest for all beings. Because we're here together, we're here together. All beings. Because we are family. And we are important to one another. And we don't want to lose that sense of importance. That, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's not just a handful of people I need. I need the whole human race. It takes a village. It takes a unity village. To get us through the day. 
And sometimes we can look at those people, you know, we're driving down the highway and they're in competition with us because we're not in competition with them anymore. And we bless them and say, go ahead. You'll be the first one to get there wherever you're going. I don't know if we're going to the first place, the same place, but it's okay if you get there first and it's okay if you get the best parking place when you get there. Imagine feeling that way. Wouldn't that be just wonderful if we were so free, so free, we didn't care if they got the best parking place. Because I'll get a good one for me. Whatever my parking place is will be the best one for me. I may have used to think it would be the one you got was the best one for me. But now I'm, I'm open to new ideas, new thoughts. I'm open, I'm receptive. Let me keep looking here. So man, person, people, makes conscious unity with God first at the center of spirituality. This center having its basis of action in the top of the head. The only way to establish unity with the God mind is by prayer. God's name is I am. Our name is I am. Isn't that an amazing coincidence? Uh, speaking this name in the silence, recognizing that it is, God, it is God's name and ours, we establish conscious unity with God and with each other. So all, everybody, our name is I am. I am. What do you want to associate that I am with? Would you like to associate it with uh, your highest self? I am loved. I'm sorry? I am loved. Yeah. I am. There you go. Now you've got the right pathway. Rather than I am furious about this, I am loved. <laughs> I am peace. I am joy. I am the good that God is. And these are little games to play all throughout the day. These are ways to wake yourself up when you catch yourself out of sorts, we'll say. And remember, oh, I am is love. I am is good. I am. Oh, God's name is I am. My name is I am. Your name is I am. Your name is I am. I'm not going to foul that up for you, so I won't foul it up for myself. And it's, it's about doing everything we can every day to remember our God self. And that's what makes us all so important to each other. Forgiveness for ourselves and for our neighbor. Forgiveness is an experience. Remember what I say forgiveness is. It's giving way for a new thought about it, whatever it is. Giving way for, making space for. Well, that's what we're doing today. We're re-looking re, re at our I am-ness. We're looking, rethinking our words. We're rethinking competition. We're rethinking the highway. We're rethinking what getting there first means. We're rethinking any place where we have pictured lack. And now suddenly, we are looking at, we're thinking about, oh, wait a minute. So everybody is working together, consciously or unconsciously, to wake up. Everybody is all working together, consciously or unconsciously, to wake up. I know for me, I have, I, I look at some of the things I've tried, they have not awakened me. So I have to try something else. 
It's not about giving up. It's about, oh, so that didn't work. So let me look at this. Oh, that didn't work. So let me look at this. And then, oh, that works. Let me keep doing this for a while. And it'll work for a while till it doesn't because you need to grow and expand and, and be more inclusive. Uh, you know, for some of us, we could start, if you live in an apartment building, you could just start with your building. And then you might have to expand to the street outside. And look at what you uh, are in the habit of complaining about. Be it a pothole that you on a street that you drive on every day. Be in a street light that is out consistently. Whatever it is, it's like, oh, oh, I want to think about that differently. I don't want to be the victim of a street light or a pothole. That is not going to enhance my I amness today to hate a pothole. Okay, I'm getting ready to go in the grocery store. <laughs> okay, I call upon divine love to show me the way here today. Everyone in this store is my friend, and I am a friend to everyone in this store. You know, you start to work that way. You go into the car repair place, same thing. Everyone in this car repair place is my friend. And I am a friend. You look at your watch, but before you look at your watch, you declare, time is my friend. Now I am, and I am a friend to time. Before you get on the scale, you say, the scale is my friend. And I am a friend to my body. Whatever it is, before you eat, you bless your food, and you declare, this food is my friend. And I am a friend to what goes on in my body as I eat this food. And, and it just keeps going like that. Let your sisters and your brothers know they are important. A great way to do that is to let somebody go through in traffic. Let somebody else have the cart before you. Let, you know, just thank you, please, kindness. Just keep it simple, but keep it spiritual. And love, 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 love. Thank you. <laughs>